you're listening to The Private Citizen, where we're always asking the next question. This is episode 130 for Thursday, the 3rd of November, 2022. The planet is fine. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Fab, coming to you from Düsseldorf in Germany. Not live this time. I'm pre-recording this. I'm, I'm having a lot of... I don't know things to do at a very full schedule so uh, I'm not I'm not live streaming this um, on Twitch as I would do usually I'm just you know old-fashioned in the old-fashioned way just recording this um, yeah it's gonna be one of two episodes this week if everything goes according to plan we'll see um, but today tonight this morning whatever time it is for you we're gonna talk about um, topic that I've been thinking about recently because it's just cropped up in my um, over the last week it's just cropped up again and again um, in my personal life and it's something I've been thinking about a lot anyway so I kind of want to you know something and then something occurred to me that kind of crystallizes it down uh, and so we're gonna we're gonna talk about this topic which is um, arguably I think the biggest uh, popular movement um in the world today um we're gonna talk about um environmentalism basically and um what people these days um kind of um yeah it's almost i i hesitate to call it that a little bit but it's almost uh like an ideology these days and um, I want I want to talk about what I think about the actual you know goal of uh, saving the planet as it were, um, and what I but what you know and how that contrasts to what people what I think people are actually doing like what the actual motivation is for a lot of the stuff you hear, um, you know you hear people talk about and and you hear uh, being discussed and. Um, what the consequences of that are. Um, before we get into that, um, just very quickly, uh, there's not going to be any feedback in this episode. I've received feedback um, about the, the last couple of episodes. It's just um, I just didn't have, um, basically didn't have enough time to prepare it for this episode, and I kind of wanted to get this episode out. And um, yeah, so I'm gonna probably um, gonna do a feedback episode in the in the next episode, and kind of um, you know um, bunch bunch it together, right? Um, and with that, um, yeah, let's let's get into the topic at hand here. So you know, I've I've talked about. Um, what I think about, you know, global warming and, you know, the response to it by our society here and there on the show, but it's never been a a major topic. I kind of had planned um, to do some episodes with Mike about this, um, but those never came uh, to pass, mostly due to, you know, just scheduling issues and everybody being really busy and stuff. Uh, but it's still a topic I find very important because it's kind of one of the most important political topics these days, um, I guess it kind of depends on 
where you are but i'm i'm you know from what i'm seeing you know obviously i'm in germany i'm i'm keeping an eye on political developments in the uk and in the rest of europe and and in in the us although uh not in uh, you know i'm i'm not looking at us politics so much um basically ever since you know february march uh, we kind of have our own enough of our own problems over here but from from what i've seen it's basically in the in the um i mean guess back in my school days we called it the develop developed nations it's kind of almost at least in the western developed nations kind of always it's it kind of seems the same like it's a big topic and um it's kind of the uh the linchpin for a lot of the changes that are happening um you know lots of i mean it's kind of always that way you know as you might know i studied uh politics a little bit and when you study politics you notice that you know there's there's politics and history uh basically um revolves around people trying to you know people have an idea and they're running a state or whatever or a political union or whatever and they or a party and they want to they have goals, right? Um, for whatever reasons, personal reasons, um, idealistic reasons, and they want to uh, get those, you know, get to those goals, right? They want to use the power that they have to achieve those goals, and and to do that in, especially in a democracy where you need popular support to varying degrees, um, you kind of need like um, a pivot point. Like I had a I think um, a, a a politics professor of mine once called it um uh like uh you know um leverage um you know like uh like in the 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 leverage principle in 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 physics right you um you, what you basically do to achieve like as a as a person as a statesman as somebody running a party you, you do not have in a in a democracy or an analog system um, you know, when you're not in a monarchy or in a dictatorship, um, even then there's leverage. But like um, in in a democracy, especially you kind of you don't have enough power to like get the stuff done that you want to get done. So you kind of need to leverage the will of the people. You kind of need to channel the will of the people, right? You need to um, a, um, a successful politician will make his goal the people's goal sounds a little bit like you know little finger from game of thrones but you know that's kind of where it, where it comes from it's kind of you 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 want to create the illusion or the understanding in the voters that whatever you want to do they want to do as well and to do that um often politicians use overarching larger goals right so um when I was growing up uh, in the 80s um, in Germany, uh, it used to be um, labor rights used to be a thing, right? You know, the, the Labor Party was, was was very influential. There were changes happening, like where I, I come from, the rural area. You know, the the miner the, the mines were being shut down, the steelworks were being shut down, and um, there was a little a little a lot um, a lot of um, uproar, political uproar, and, and problems, and unemployment, and so making labor rights your thing you could use that as a leverage to get things done right to convince people the, the people you know whose, whose livelihood was at stake the laborers that you were doing something for them and so you could kind of leverage their vote 
And I feel that today's biggest leverage um, is climate politics. Um, I mean, there are others, there are other reoccurring topics, but that's um, certainly a big one. And it's not one like, you know, when you want to do um, so a classical, it's not so much le leverage, but a classical kind of ploy to get short-term goals. You know, if you, um, if you want more... Um, more surveillance or more power for the for the state or for the state apparatus, right? Um, there's always um, crime, right? Child pornography. That that's something you invoke if you want to um, want to get surveillance laws passed. This is more like a short term kind of thing. Um, what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about today, and and with with with, with the climate um, topic is more of a a long-term long-term thing it's more like something you know like the green party that was always their thing like something you'd write on your banner right so you know back in the day that something like that was socialism or you know workers rights um and now it's saving the planet and i've seen this for a while um, but it's becoming very very prevalent in my daily life i don't know if, how this is for you but like i um I had several like um just like in the last week I just had like in a in a private chat with some people I know very well um I had this literally you know uh, what, what are we doing to the planet uh come up and then I also went <laughs> I I I'm, I'm taking up a new sport um I don't know most of you will probably know what bouldering is it's like indoor climbing anyway i've i've at, uh, i have friends who do it and they, they were saying oh this is kind of cool and i thought oh i want to try this so uh, me and my wife we went to a bouldering gym um around where we live and and we uh the test you know a, a try uh, to see if this was something we wanted to do and uh it turned out it was the place was packed uh, but it was packed with all, all everybody there pretty much was under 25 and so we were, you know, getting some instruction and I, I was just listening to people talk. And um, yeah, and it's basically uh, in every conversation uh, in that age group, like they're always like talking about they, I sound like an old man, I am an old man, I'm almost 40. <laughs> All right. Um, they, you know, they talk a lot about uh, any topic they talk about, it's always environmentalism is involved. And then <laughs> today, it's kind of crystallized it even more because I went, you know, you need if you want to do bouldering, you need like special shoes, right? So and some equipment. So I went to like a website where they sell like this equipment. And this sport is like completely Zoomer hipster sport, right? It's very in. It's like hipsters do it. Um, and so, so I went to one of these websites where they where they sell specialized uh, bouldering equipment. And and the whole website, like when you buy or when you look at the product page there, um, it's almost. So I, I was looking at shoes, right? And I was trying to figure out if what are the right shoes that I want to buy. And there was literally more on the page about how like the shipping is CO2 compens compensated, how many, like literally how many trees they're planting in Thailand. If you buy those shoes or, you know, the, the climbing chalk you need for your hands or whatever. Um, and it's, that's all over the place. And that's like more important than anything, like, like the quality of the product almost. Um, which, if it wasn't so asinine and idiotic, I could understand it. But like we're talking, right? We're talking about people that are selling a product that is made in I don't know Vietnam or in China in basically a sweatshop, so they can sell it here for like sixty euros, right? So that it's cheap, 
and it's shipped over via you know mask huge diesel driven boats or china shipping or whatever right um so this whole um enterprise of making these products is optimized for the people sending these products to make money right it's all about the margin um I mean, there's no reason these shoes couldn't be produced right here in Germany. I mean, you couldn't produce them right now because we don't have the know-how. But like in Germany, we can like we have a we have a plant that built builds Airbus planes, right? So we can build a plane. We could probably build a Mars lander if we wanted to, right? So if we can do that, we can build shoes. We used to we we used to build these we used to make these shoes in the 60s and 70s, right? So we. Um, you know, when Adidas was was coming up, right? And we did, built those on, you know, Nike. And we built those in Germany. We made those things. Uh, and, and they basically, um, you know, the, the people making that stuff now on the other side of the planet basically went here and looked at how we do it. And then they, they do it over there um, in like shitty labor conditions and, and, and no environmentally, you know, sane way. And they just save money, right? So, I mean, we can do it from tomorrow but we you know if somebody said okay i'm gonna i'm gonna create a company here in germany and i'm gonna build shoes um you know we could set that up within two years right the only reason we're not doing that is because the shoes would be like three times as expensive you know because you'd have to respect work we have workers rights here right you have to you couldn't just put the rubbish in some river you'd have to recycle it and you know do all this shit and it would be much more you know safety would be much more expensive but it would be extremely, uh, like in an in an almost incomparable way, a lot more environmentally friendly, right? I mean, the the production would be because we have more standards here for this kind of stuff, um, you know. But like also, we wouldn't have to ship it all over the world, right? It'd be produ- produced in Regensburg somewhere, and if I wanted to buy it in Düsseldorf, they'd ship it from Regensburg instead of having to ship it from Vietnam. So, I find this. When I look at these websites, I'm like, I don't know. I, sometimes I'm asking myself, am I the only one thinking about this? When I'm sitting there buying this and they're telling me, uh, right, oh, it's all CO2 compensated and all this shit. I'm thinking like, if this really, like the whole website's full of all with the, so the, the website I was buying on is called Bergfreund, I think, Friends of the Mountain or whatever. So all these, like all these little pictures of the people uh, working there, you know. So this is Tanya who works at, you know, this shop and she's like oh here here and we're all about the planet and when you're checking out there's like a message from the ceo about oh about the planet and like jesus christ people you don't fucking care if you cared you'd be sourcing these things and you'd you'd be creating a company um that 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 does this in a way that is much more environmentally friendly you're caring about your fucking bottom line which is okay that's what companies do but don't fucking tell me that you know this is like you watch a youtube ad and this like levi's telling me that the like literally they have ads now where they go like the whole reason for a company is to be like environmentally friendly i'm like no fuck it's not it's to make money right and he's they're fucking lying to you i mean it's pr right it's propaganda but it's basically lying this is fucking lie unless they're incredibly dumb and they don't realize that what they're doing is idiotic <laughs> and then it isn't lying because they're not you know they're not doing it intentionally but then it's just being fucking stupid um and i'm thinking like these people who buy this shit i mean it it's got to it must work right 
I mean, they're believing this. And when I was at the gym, there were people talking about things, not about this website or whatever, but like in the way they were talking, I was like, these people actually believe that. They actually believe that, um, you know, um, all this like compensating shit is good for the planet instead of actually thinking about what we could do to like make it better. Like it's like, it's like people who buy a Tesla, right? And they're, the Tesla is a status symbol, right? Back when I was growing up, you bought a big Mercedes and the biggest car you had, the, the, you know, you were the guy on the block. Like every, you showed everybody, hey, I'm doing well. My family's doing well. I've got two cars. I've got a house. I've got a fucking Mercedes. It's got Chrome, right? And that kind of status symbol now is a Tesla. You're buying a Tesla and you're showing everybody, hey, I'm environmentally conscious. I'm doing good things for the planet, which is bullshit because a Tesla is a luxury car. If you're buying a Tesla, you probably don't need a car, right? Nobody who needs a car to survive, like to do their job, to, you know, to get to work where they actually need this car to go to work instead of, you know, using public public transport or car sharing or whatever. Nobody who really needs their car, who needs to travel distances where they need a car, you know, who needs to transport stuff so they need a car. They don't need, they, they, you know, people like that don't buy Teslas because A, they're way too expensive and these people have other problems and B, they're just not practical, right? They don't have the range. They, they're just not dependable enough for this kind of thing. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, anybody who buys a Tesla could just as well live without a car. You know, I, I'm not saying that it's easy. I've, I've done this. You know, when I moved to London, I was very naive and I had sold my car. And then I had to move back to Hanover in the fucking middle of nowhere where it's no public transport on the weekends. And it takes ages, even in the week, to get anywhere. But I, I managed, you know, and I bought a motorbike at some point. But that was more like due to midlife crisis or whatever. But, you know, I, I, that was a luxury thing. I could have completely survived without a car and without a motorbike. Um, but it's it's not easy, right? It's not as easy as not having a car, but it's completely doable. Like in a, you know, in a place like Germany, in you know, in most places, in in bigger cities or in the vicinity of bigger cities, not everywhere in Germany, but you know, it's it's completely doable, and and that's what you would do if you would actually care, if you were actually if it was actually about the planet, that's what you would do. Um, but you wouldn't get any props for that from society because they don't see that. You know, they don't, it's not, like, they don't see you tramping. Well, they see you, but they're like, oh, why is this poor guy walking? Why is he, you know, why, why is this guy uh, on a bicycle? You know, they, but they see the Tesla. The Tesla is like a badge. Like, I'm, a, I'm environmentally friendly. Like, I've noticed Tesla drivers even greet themselves now, like motorbike riders or like jeep i think jeep people do that as well and it's like it's it's a it's a status symbol it's like a um it's not something you do because you actually care about the environment or whatever you're trying to do it's something you do because you want to project this image outwards or you do because you want to you know um, I guess a lot of people, and I'm not saying everybody. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking a lot of people do this um, subconsciously. They kind of want to compensate something. Like they, um, I think they're feeling bad. I think that you know they've been guilted by society into well, you, you're, you're, you're privileged. You're living well. Um, you're destroying the planet. You should feel bad. Um, 
and and this is something where especially when they have kids i i noticed that a lot of people who have kids think that way because i think they have this kind of guilt thing going on i don't have kids i don't plan to have kids so i don't i'm i'm out i'm like i'm out of this loop but i'm thinking they kind of have this guilt trip going on where they're like oh my god we're destroying the planet for our kids um and so i need to do something um which i don't have because i don't have kids i couldn't care less when i'm dead i'm dead right I don't fucking care about your kids. I'm I'm sorry, but that's that's the way it goes. That's <laughs> that's the way the cookie crumbles. So I don't have that problem. Um, but I I feel a lot of people um, have that. I'm I'm okay. I, I, you know, I'm not saying everybody's like this. I'm, I I think um, probably a lot of people just buy the PR. They don't think. You know that that they, they don't listen to this podcast. They don't do the think for yourself part. Uh, they just, you know, assimilate what what the ads basically tell them, and by that I mean my colleagues, also my colleagues in in the media, who you know when they uh, write actual articles or talk on the TV about electric cars, they don't bring up these things. They just say, well, this is obviously good for the environment. We should all be using electric cars, and there's like no critical thinking involved. I think that's also um, that that is that is also a problem um it's um yeah and i just i just noticed this and then this occurred to me because um when we you know when i had this this chat um so this was a whatsapp group uh with some people i know and they were talking about oh the planet we're destroying the planet i remembered something I remembered a video that I um, used to watch, you know, ages ago, and I I, I really liked, and I dug it up, and I uh, I was amazed um, to discover how old it is. So, and I'm I'm talking about um, a video by George of of George Carlin. It's from one of his um, like HBO specials, which got made into a movie. Um, so the movie is called Gemin in New York. It's uh, from 1992, so it's 30 years old. And it's George Carlin talking about saving the planet. Um, this is eight minutes long. Um, and I want to play this to you in full. Because um, in rediscovering this, um, like, first of, I'm amazed that he, um, like, first of, I'm amazed that all these trends already existed 30 years ago. Because, you know, 1992, I was uh, 11. So I, you know, I know that, you know, the environmentalism was going on back then, but I I didn't know that it, like, it wasn't so prevalent in my mind that it, it was basically the same thing. Like, and if you, you know, I'm going to put a link to the to a YouTube uh, video of this, which is, I think, probably ripped from the, uh, from the movie, but I think we're using this as public domain, I think, because this is very, very uh, important. Um and there's people commenting on it saying like we never like this one guy says uh uh one guy says George, George Carlin was a stand-up philosopher yeah I agree with that he's less a comedian than a more of a philosopher and then the next guy says we never needed George Carlin more than we do today rest in peace uh, 286 upvotes that comment um yeah so so it's amazing that he he identified this in 1992 and it's exactly like 30 years later um all of the stuff he talks about is is, is still true in all these society, societal um like factors are the same if not like even more dialed up now 
uh, because it's now even more of a thing and even more of a meme and save the planet and we're going to die. Um, this is what George Carlin says um, in, in response to that. See, I'm not one of these people who's worried about everything. You got people like this around you, country's full of them now. People walking around all day long, every minute of the day, worried about everything. Worried about the air, worried about the water, worried about the soil. Worried about insecticides, pesticides, food additives, carcinogens. Worried about radon gas, worried about asbestos. Worried about saving endangered species. Let me tell you about endangered species, all right? Saving endangered species is just one more arrogant attempt by humans to control nature. It's arrogant meddling. It's what got us in trouble in the first place. Doesn't anybody understand that? Interfering with nature. Over 90%, over, way over, 90% of all the species that have ever lived on this planet, ever lived, are gone. They're extinct. We didn't kill them all. They just disappeared. That's what nature does. They disappear these days at the rate of 25 a day. And I mean regardless of our, our behavior. Irrespective of how we act on this planet, 25 species that were here today will be gone tomorrow. Let them go gracefully. Leave nature alone. Haven't we done enough? We're so self-important. So self-important. Everybody's going to save something now. Save the trees, save the bees, save the whales, save those snails. <laughs> and the greatest arrogance of all, save the planet. What? Are these fucking people kidding me? Save the planet? We don't even know how to take care of ourselves yet. We haven't learned how to care for one another. We're gonna save the fucking planet? I'm getting tired of that shit. Tired of that shit. Tired. I'm tired of fucking Earth Day. I'm tired of these self-righteous environmentalists, these white bourgeois liberals who think the only thing wrong with this country is there aren't enough bicycle paths. People trying to make the world safe for their Volvos. Besides, environmentalists don't give a shit about the planet. They don't care about the planet. Not in the abstract, they don't. Not in the abstract, they don't. You know what they're interested in? A clean place to live their own habitat. They're worried that someday in the future they might be personally inconvenienced. Narrow, unenlightened self-interest doesn't impress me. Besides, there is nothing wrong with the planet. Nothing wrong with the planet. The planet is fine. The people are fucked. <laughs> Difference. Difference. The planet is fine. Compared to the people, the planet is doing great. It's been here four and a half billion years. Do you ever think about the arithmetic? Planet has been here four and a half billion years. We've been here, what, 100,000? Maybe 200,000? And we've only been engaged in heavy industry for a little over 200 years. 200 years versus four and a half billion. And we have the conceit to think that somehow we're a threat? That somehow we're going to put in jeopardy this beautiful little blue-green ball that's just a-floating around the sun? The planet has been through a lot worse than us. Been through all kinds of things worse than us. Been through earthquakes, volcanoes, plate tectonics, continental drift, solar flares, sunspots, magnetic storms, the magnetic reversal of the poles, hundreds of thousands of years of bombardment by comets and asteroids and meteors, worldwide floods, tidal waves, worldwide fires, erosion, cosmic rays, recurring ice ages, and we think some plastic bags and some aluminum cans are going to make a difference? The planet, 
The planet. The planet isn't going anywhere. We are. We're going away. Pack your shit, folks. We're going away. And we won't leave much of a trace either. Thank God for that. Maybe a little styrofoam. Maybe. A little styrofoam. Planet will be here and we'll be long gone. Just another failed mutation. Just another closed-end biological mistake. An evolutionary cul-de-sac. The planet will shake us off like a bad case of fleas. A surface nuisance. You want to know how the planet's doing? Ask those people at Pompeii who are frozen into position from volcanic ash how the planet's doing. Want to know if the planet's all right? Ask those people in Mexico City or Armenia or a hundred other places buried under thousands of tons of earthquake rubble if they feel like a threat to the planet this week. How about those people in Kilauea, Hawaii, who build their homes right next to an active volcano and then wonder why they have lava in the living room? The planet will be here for a long, long, long time after we're gone, and it will heal itself, it will cleanse itself, because that's what it does. It's a self-correcting system. The air and the water will recover, the earth will be renewed, and if it's true that plastic is not degradable, well, the planet will simply incorporate plastic into a new paradigm, the earth plus plastic. <laughs> the earth doesn't share our prejudice towards plastic. Plastic came out of the Earth. The Earth probably sees plastic as just another one of its children. Could be the only reason the Earth allowed us to be spawned from it in the first place. It wanted plastic for itself. <laughs> Didn't know how to make it. Needed us. Could be the answer to our age-old philosophical question, why are we here? Plastic. Assholes. So. So. The plastic is here, our job is done, we can be phased out now. And I think that's really started already, don't you? I mean, to be fair, the planet probably sees us as a mild threat, something to be dealt with. And I'm sure the planet will defend itself in, in, in the uh, manner of a large organism, like a beehive or an ant colony can muster a defense. I'm sure the planet will think of something. What would you do if you were the planet trying to defend against this pesky, troublesome species? Let's see, what might... Hmm, viruses. Viruses might be good. They seem vulnerable to viruses. And uh, viruses are tricky, always mutating and forming new strains whenever a vaccine is developed. Perhaps this first virus could be one that, that compromises the immune system of these creatures. Perhaps a human immunodeficiency virus making them vulnerable to all sorts of other diseases and infections that might come along. And maybe it could be spread sexually, making them a little reluctant to engage in the act of reproduction. Well, that's a poetic note. And it's a start. And I can dream, can I? See, I don't worry about the little things. Bees, trees, whales, snails. I think we're part of a greater wisdom than we will ever understand. A higher order. Call it what you want. You know what I call it? The big electron. The big electron. Whoa. 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 It doesn't punish. It doesn't judge at all. It just is. And so are we for a little while. Thanks for being here with me for a little while tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much.
I mean, he is he is so right. I mean, aside from you know just calling it on the viruses, right? Thirty years earlier, all right. Um, that to me, that's what environmentalism is. That's when somebody says, you know, we're destroying the planet. They're afraid of themselves. We are dying, right? If if we heat up the earth so much that we can't live here, we'll be dead, right? The whole the planet's going to become uninhabitable is bullshit. There are lots of species living in fucking central Australia in much more heat, right? They'll just migrate to Norway, where it's then be the, it'll be the same temperature. We'll be the ones who are dead. And this, by the way, is also why I was thought from being a kid and watching Star Trek that we, you know, get your ass to mass, right? Fucking Buzz Aldrin. We fucking need to go to space because sooner or later we'll be dead. And I personally, I don't know, but like I always thought, you know, maybe it's not global warming. Maybe it's just the fucking next fucking asteroid that comes along. There's like... You know, the, the, they're warning us in the news now whenever some, one comes close. There's so many fucking close calls. One of them is just going to fucking wipe us out. The planet's going to survive that. The planet survived the last big-ass rock. That was just like a reboot. That's like when your Windows, you know, gets like those uh, memory leaks and it all runs sluggish and everything. You just fucking need to reinstall Windows. And that's what the planet does. Right, the, the 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 dinosaurs were getting a bit too uppity. You just need to reinstall the ecosystem, and bam, right. So people that care about this, they what they care about is themselves, and you know their kids. I get that. Well, I get it in an abstract way. I don't get it in a in an emotional way because I don't have kids and I don't have that emotional connection. But you know, fair enough. Let them. But the there so there is a there's a basic deceit at the um, at the basis of this ideology, which is we care about the plants and the animals and and the planet and whatever. No, we care about ourselves. We're afraid. We've we're afraid we're gonna make the planet uninhabitable. Um, and. Specifically, we've procreated and we're afraid for our kids because, you know, I'm 40 and those fucking Zoomers in the in the bouldering gym, right? Me and the, the Zoomers. We, the planet's not going to be uninhabitable. You know, we're going to live out our lives. It's just going to be a bit warmer, right? And I fucking love Australia. So if we have the same temperatures here. I won't complain certainly won't die i just have more barbecues and i'm probably gonna have a pool in the backyard but like yeah they, you know there's gonna be a bit more severe weather but you know there's people living in places in the world like there's fucking people living next to active volcanoes and like fucking all of california is one big plate tectonic rift and people are living there like people don't you know, there's people living in fucking Tornado Alley. There's people living in the cha- in the island chains in the Pacific. You know, the Japan. There's people living in fucking Japan. There's tsunamis, earthquakes, everything. Um, you, you know, um, it's it's actually not that bad. All of that doesn't mean um, 
we shouldn't take steps to protect ourselves and maybe your kids, you know, to protect your kids. I'm not saying we shouldn't do that, but we should do it under the, we shouldn't do it under wrong pretense, right? It's, we need to recognize why we are doing things. And if we actually want to make a difference, we have to change things. We can't just go, oh, let's produce these shoes in fucking Vietnam and ship them over and like put put a solve on our bruised ego and our bruised, I don't know, our our bad bad feeling about this, our um our uh, guilty conscience. Um right? We need if we actually want to change things, we we need to do it properly. And you need to do that kind of like that. You need to do that out of the right motivation. Otherwise, it's not going to work because you you kind of you're, you're kind of uh, deceiving yourself, like from from the very beginning. Um, and that goes into several directions because, like, first off, the things we're doing are not the right things. If you believe that, you know, we are in danger because global warming is very real and a very big threat um you know saying no cars in berlin or comparable cities is just like bullshit like you need to look at it on a planet-wide basis and you need to look at where the actual problems are right and and so so caring let's say about heavy industry in germany and how much pollution it creates is for example is one thing if you're germany but it's it's like if you if you're trying to save the planet as it were you have to think on a global scale on a planetary scale right and the problem is not in germany the problem is we literally dismantled so i was talking earlier about the rural area and the 80s and me growing up right we, we used to have steelworks where i live well there's are still this i think there's still one working steelwork in in duisburg um, where I'm born, but you know, there were a lot of steelworks, and there were several instances of steelworks basically being dismantled in the rural area and being shipped on. Like, did the, the actually we're talking about steelwork, right? A huge, like, area, a huge factory, um, and machines and buildings, and and the machines being this the huge like the we're talking about the furnaces, right? They're they're like stories high um being dismantled and shipped by boat to china and being reassembled in china and there are th i think some of these are still working there today making steel in china today and the reason they did that was a it was cheaper like the labor was a lot cheaper in china and also we were starting to do environmental laws in germany and in the eu um that would make it very expensive to keep running these steelworks because you'd have to update them. And the combination of like having to upgrade them with like environmental stuff and then just like um, steel that's produced other, uh, you know, in other countries with less wages, um, just being more competitive, just meant they'd sold these things off and re reassembled them. And you know, and, and you don't even have to go that far. Like you don't have to even reassemble. Like just building other steelworks, newer steelworks in China, or in other countries, um, in Africa, in some places where they just didn't 
bother to put in these environmental protections because that would make the steel cheaper. That would make the production cheaper, right? Or um, you can go to like chemical companies not producing things in Europe anymore, but producing them in Africa and just pouring the waste into like in into holes in the ground and into rivers or, you know, just not caring about safety standards. And it wasn't only Germany, like the UK did the same thing. In the UK, a lot of companies moved this kind of stuff to India and did like this shit in India. So um, thinking in our little domain and us all here, well, we're not using any cars, doesn't do shit like Germany we've we've exported our old cars for decades almost 100 years now i guess first to eastern europe and then to africa right so when we have laws when they say okay this mercedes uh, has to you know has to have environmentally like they have to have these rules for like um exhaust of cars which we've had since you know the 80s um these old cars, when they break down here, they get sold. And there are still Mercedes from the 70s, from the 60s and 70s, driving around in Africa. Um, and we're not seeing them here anymore. And we're like, oh, we're environmentally amazing. Yeah, but the fucking cars are elsewhere. Um, so what we're doing is we're fucking lying to ourselves. It's like uh, the thing I, I've, I've talked about, about Norway, where like the Norwegians are like, oh, we are so amazing. We're so environmentally friendly. We're going all electric. Everybody's driving a Tesla. Yeah, but you're kind of covering up that you made all that money to afford all of this now by, by for decades selling fossil fuels to the rest of Europe. So you're like one of the worst offenders when it comes to getting fossil fuels out of the earth and into the sky. And you did this for decades and now you're fucking rich and now you're going, ah, oh, no, we're fine. No, we're good. No, we're amazing. Um, right? I mean, it's not like you can change that now. We did that in the 80s. That was just how we did things. All right. But... You know, better you you you'd have to fess up to that now. You just can't like you're lying to everybody. You're lying to yourself, um, and this is happening. This is happening everywhere. And I think George Carlin kind of explains why, right? This, um, this, this this approach. Um, we are afraid. We are afraid for our kids or ourselves or whatever. These people who say they're. Um, all about the environment they're actually worried about their backyard right and 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 their lives getting inconvenienced and this is why we won't change anything with things like like with initiatives like that you'd have to think on a global basis like you'd, if if europe decides um the planet is now a priority this you know yeah it's well and good like passing laws in Europe, but what you really have to do is you'd have to get a hell of a lot of money and go to Africa and say, well, look, we fucked you guys over for like a hundred years, you know, colonialism and all that. We're sorry. And now the planet's in trouble. It's all our fault. Here's an ass ton fucking boatload of money. Let's get you guys up to our standard. Right? And, and I mean, if you would do that, I don't. I don't think we'd have enough money. But if you do that, you'd actually be um, 
you, you you'd be stoning two birds at the same time, right? Because not only would you actually do serious um, improvement on the environmentally front, but you'd actually also improving finally improving people's lives over there. Um, and you know, same with the U.S. Like whenever a U.S. politician says anything, anything environmental, whatever, cop, whatever, my brain just goes. Like I don't, I don't care if it's if it's Obama, if it's Trump, if it's Biden, Kamala Harris. I don't give a fuck who they are, because they're just talking out of their ass. They're just basically shitting in people's faces because they're running the U.S. military, which is has an environmental impact that dwarfs most countries on the planet, right? Um, Unless we're talking some superpowers, like a normal, just a small country, like is a just a, a pissing in the wind. Whatever they do, heavy industry-wise, compared to the fucking U.S. military and every all the all the you know the the industry and everything, all the all the I mean jobs and of course, yeah, but everything that that's connected to that, like the the fucking supply train for that thing, even in peacetime, it's just a, a humongous. I mean, and it's like it's not a secret. I I, I remember we were uh, um, doing uh, work and travel in Australia, in Queensland. Um, was this 2005? I think, uh, and there was um, a big um, NATO um, <laughs> uh, exercise going on, and they actually ran out of diesel in Queensland. They ran out of diesel because the U.S. military, or, you know, also our military, but, like, most of it, 95%, probably the U.S. military, fucking used all of the fucking diesel. Right? Like, the federal, the the state of Queensland ran out of, you couldn't get fucking diesel because the military used it all. That's how, how, and they do that every day, not only when they're on a fucking exercise, those fucking planes or whatever. Yes, not planes in this case. They don't use diesel, but you know what I mean, right? Um, I mean, we're lucky that the fucking uh, airplane uh, aircraft carriers are nuclear, otherwise, <laughs> those were still diesel power, Jesus Christ. Um, but like, and, and people are like, yeah, but we need the, mil-. yeah, but like, if you, if you're American and and you think the like if you're some fucking uh, yeah I'm sorry you're probably not anybody who listens to this podcast who is American I, I'm not talking about you I'm just saying you because I'm angry at some of your countrymen who are morons and mostly live in Silicon Valley and run web development companies or fucking Twitter or whatever like you know those fucking assholes and they're like oh we're so worried about the planet with the, the the hippies and the hipsters and the fucking bouldering fucking zoomers if you are at all care about anything the environment anything you just the first thing you gotta do is shut up go home and shut your fucking military down or like make it 10% is big. And that would have the amazing downside of also reducing a lot of wars and people dying. And now don't tell me the fucking Chinese or the fucking Russians will then destroy us all. Because you don't need those fucking aircraft carriers. You don't need those planes and all that. You've got nukes. You've got ICBMs sitting in silos, probably in space, pretty sure. 
they're up there on some satellite. Just keep those. They don't use much power. They don't. They have, don't have a big environmental impact unless you use them. <laughs> mm. Uh, but you know, just keep that, and then and then then just push the button if 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 Putin gets antsy, and then then you know, we don't have to worry about the planet anymore because then we'll be dead. The planet will also, as George Carlin would say, will survive that. It's a little nuclear Armageddon. There is fucking bacteria that can survive that that live in fucking Chernobyl in the reactor chamber, right? There's fucking uh, bacteria that live without light. Uh, and live off fucking what's it saltpeter? No, you know the black smoker, the 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 riftier worms, like the fucking bacteria that that symbiotes with. I think they eat phosphorus. I think they like metabolize phosphorus at like temperatures of 800 degrees Celsius or something. The planet's gonna be fine. There's gonna be some other apes crawling out of the sea, right? But. Don't you just and and no, it's not what what aboutism. If somebody, I'm I'm seriously. If 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 we ever meet, and and if we ever you know we have a nice talk, and then you talk, you say what aboutism. I'm gonna slap you in the face, right? Before that, I'm gonna buy you beer. I'm I'm gonna be really friendly. Probably gonna buy you beer afterwards. But you ha- you'll you'll ha- you'll you'll get a slap. Get a slap for that because I can't fucking hear that word anymore. What aboutism is not a word. It should be struck from the vocabulary. It's dumb. What we call that is context. It might be context you don't want to hear. And it can, like anything, it can be used to shut down arguments as a straw man uh, in an argument. Of course it can. But generally, it's just fucking context, right? And yeah, I'm not saying... Unless you shut the military down, you, you you can't do anything else. But what I'm saying is, if you're that convinced, and if, if this topic is so important to you, despite doing all the other stuff and fucking CO, CO2 compensating your flights, you should also fucking do your utmost to get the fucking military at least reduced in size. Right? And the same in Germany. I mean, it's not so much the military. <laughs> I mean, we gave all we had to Ukraine. <laughs> it's not much left. Um, <laughs> you know, we don't even have tanks to drive, right? The environmental impact's not that big because the fucking leopard tanks just don't fucking work. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> but it's actually, I read a story um, the other day that there were some fucking leopard tanks where um, they had driven, they hadn't driven them for so long, and now of course there's war and it's all dangerous, and you know we have to. They were like, we have to get these tanks going, uh, and and they they the engine got destroyed because the f- the petrol or the diesel was in the tanks so long they just left it in the tank that it had like the natural like apparently I didn't know this until I learned this few months ago i think but like diesel fucking or like petrol as well like fuel just falls apart right it just denaturalizes just falls into components then start the fucking engine uh you you wreck it they're fucking wrecked some tanks because the the diesel was just sitting there for for three years without being used and we're like oh the russians can't the russians have a shit military uh but that's that's beside the point. I mean, we have to we have the same thing. Why do we even have a discussion about like fucking and it like like if the if if 
We we got the fuck. Oh, I'm gonna have to do this episode on the on the amp- ampere coalition on the traffic light coalition and their whole fuckery. That's gonna be long and 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 I'm gonna need alcohol for that. A lot of alcohol. A lot of alcohol. But um, if this we have the fucking greens in the government, right? And if there's if it's so fucking important, if the planet is if the, if it's CO two, wait, fucking put the nuclear power plants back online. Build new fucking nuclear power plants if that's your problem. But no, we can't have that because the new... Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. These people, they don't... Like, not only does the planet not need saving, as Carlin rightly says, but they don't even want to save the fucking planet. They just want to do things and like... Okay, the politicians, as I said in the beginning, just want to do get done whatever they want to get done. And uh, just want your support. But, like, the people that are supporting these people are just dumb fucking sheep. They're just... One sheep goes, ah, the planet, ah, and all the other sheep go, ah, and they, they run after them. And then nobody fucking thinks about anything. It's, it's, it's really bad. Um, and, and not only that, there's a bigger problem that I've, I've been just like, I've, I've been thinking about this. Lots of topics I've talked about this on the show, and I've kind of crystallizing this in my brain. It's like a Rubik's Cube, right? Or sometimes I lie in bed, you know, even while I do this podcast, I think about things and just like these f- pieces f- fall into place. And I think what is basically happening, and I, I would love your feedback on this. So in a, in a bit, I'm going to talk about, you know, we don't have any feedback on the show, but I'm going to have a little feedback section where I tell you how to reach me, uh, private citizen not press. That's where the show notes are. That's where all the information is, but uh, spoiler private citizen.press but um please tell me like especially if you're from other countries how this is happening over where you are in the u.s and canada and in the uk wherever you are singapore got some people listening from singapore australia china russia let me know but like here in germany i see this pattern going like this so this this is gonna sound like i'm a conspiracy theorist right which i'm not i mean often put my stance out there that conspiracy theories are just theories and there are conspiracies sometimes but i don't i'm not a crazy tinfoil hat kind of guy and after 130 episodes i think if you've listened to the show closely you know that um but i do feel like what is happening here is like politicians so i'm I'm looking for a better word and i'm looking for i've been looking for a better word for this for probably a year or longer since i've been working on this idea in my head um, but like for lack of a better term I'm going to have to call them the elites it's a bad term it sounds like conspiracy theory it sounds like Illuminati or whatever um, but so far it's maybe if you have a better term please let me know but like um, so far that is like the best term I can come up with because it encapsulates a lot of people there's a lot of different elites right there are rich people um, there are influential people. Some of them are not rich. You know, people are on TV maybe or, you know, often they're also rich or they get rich. But some of them are politicians. Some of those people aren't rich. But there are like, I would like, like an, an alternative term would be privileged, but that's also, um, people use that in different ways. And it's kind of, a privilege kind of means you are born into a thing and a lot of these people aren't. Like some of them are just there by virtue of their job, um, they are become the elite because they sit in parliament or whatever, right? And they weren't the elite when they were still studying, you know, law or whatever. 
Um, but there are also people like journalists, right? I wouldn't call myself, put myself into this group because I am, um, I am, I'm trying to fighting the fight this train in journalism. But there are, you know, the people who are on TV, on on who are writing for mainstream publications, are kind of part of this elite thing. And it's not so much about what you get out of it, like getting money out or getting power. Not all of these people are per se powerful. Some of them are just influencers on fucking TikTok and Instagram, right? But um, it's not so much about what you're getting out, but you are part of this group. And in general, you get some, well, I'll get to this in a little bit, but you get some perks, right? So what, what is happening is those are people who are, um, in this case, um, basically preaching to the public about environmentalism. Um, but they, right, they are a catalyst for this change, you know, for the leverage I was talking about, for this um, societal change that is happening. But but they are kind of positioning themselves, like they're in this in a way um, where, you know, they're kind of, it's kind of like, it's hard, I'm, I'm, you know, as you can see, this is not fully formed. I'm sorry for this. I'm, I'm trying to explain a very abstract sociological, you know, if I was actually finished my, my university and had a degree or whatever, my, 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 well, if I was just smarter, like some of my professors in history and politics, I could come up with a coherent theory here. Maybe I will in like 20 years. I don't know. I'm, maybe I just need to be older. They were all older people. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm trying to, to, to figure this out. So it's kind of like this... So there's politicians they want to they want to they want to get something done right so they draw political support and it in it in one like back in the day you used to call this a movement right the nazis the 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 communists all these kind of movements sometimes these movements are loose more loose but i think there's a movement there's a movement of people who feel environmentalism and saving the planet whatever doing doing good things is is important and and they are kind of being being drummed up by these politicians, you know, they, they, they're voting for people, they're putting societal pressures on companies and everything, and that's why you see their websites putting shit like, you know, CO2 compensated, all of that. Um, and the advertisements going that way. Um, but it's like a wave, right? It's like you, you drum up this support and the people, and at some point they, it just starts r running. It's like it becomes a wave. And of course, the successful politician will kind of ride that wave. But what I see as kind of, if you picture it like a wave, maybe like that, I, I love those Japanese, you know, those Japanese waves, like those pictures, I just love the way they're drawn. If you picture a wave like that, it's always like a little crest, or maybe it's scum, in the, let's call it the scum. There's like this little white foam on top. To me, that's like, the elites they're kind of there's like the politicians that that you know if you start a a, a, um, a, a popular movement let's say you're Lenin and you're just catalyzing workers rights to create a revolution then you're trying to save that wave up there right but like there's other people you know surfing that wave as well and i you know i see them like they're celebrities there's there's rich people so these are people who drive maseratis and lamborghinis and and have huge houses and and um 
those are, I don't know who said it, um, but you know, I've watched another video recently where somebody said, I'm, I'm sick of these, like, maybe it was even Colin, I, I don't even know, but like, I'm sick of these uh, rich uh, or these TV stars telling me how I should, like, um, what I should do to save the, like, you know, to save the planet. They're all like fucking rich people, right? They're driving around in the Bentleys. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep their lifestyle. They're trying to keep their, um, like the politicians are trying to to remain in power. The the rich people, the influential people, they're trying to preserve their lifestyle and their, um, their you know their their Bentleys and their houses, and they're basically living on the backs of all of us. They're exploiting all of us, right? So anybody, I don't want to get like all fucking socialism on you, but like. Completely aside from the from the societal impact, somebody who lives in a f- big fucking villa while you and me live in a small flat, they're fucking living on our backs. It's no matter how they got that money. And, you know, they might have deserved, it doesn't matter, right? There are basically the space, the, the air they're breathing, the water they're drinking, the fucking Bentley they're driving, that all that money. Somebody else, not me, but somebody has too little of that, right? And and I'm not somebody, I'm not a socialist, I'm not a communist. I don't want to destroy the societal order. I don't want to want to kick these people out of their houses and distribute it to the people because, you know, I've, I've, I studied history and I know how that goes. French Revolution, the Russian Revolution, right? It's not something you want. But it is funny to me that the same people, often often the same people who think, you know, capitalism is shit, and they're basically uh, espousing socialist ideas a little bit. Um, oh, yeah, you know, n- not complete socialism, but, you know, like maybe social democrats or whatever. But the people who are leaning with the, hey, workers of the world unite, they're now following people in this crusade to save the planet who would be the first up against the wall, both in the French Revolution and the Russian Revolution, right? These or like even even these people, like when I'm at the bouldering gym and they're like, you know, they're talking about capitalism and how bad it is, and they're basically parroting socialist ideas. So they're basically parroting Marx and Engels filtered through Lenin, Stalin, uh, the Social Democrats in Germany, very watered down, but basically those ideas. And I'm sitting there, actually, yesterday I was hanging on the ceiling while I was listening to these two girls who were like maybe 20 talk. And they were basically, yeah, that was fucking capitalist. But they were also saying about how like um, they basically expect to work about three hours a week um, because of work-life balance or whatever and earn a lot of money. And I was hanging, I was thinking, you know, that's what the fucking bourgeoisie is, right? So that's what, you know, filtering out of the French Revolution to the Russian Revolution. Those are the people fucking Marx and Engels despised and then Lenin took it as far as, like, basically, let's shoot them. Um, You're complaining about capitalism and about environmental impact, but you're the fucking problem. You are a uh, an out growth of cap you're like capitalism incarnate right you went to university you like studied i think one of the girls studied like i don't know what it was like economics or something like you're the most like 
Marx would fucking just take a shovel and beat your head in if he heard you talk. And you're basically saying, oh, capitalism is shit. No, 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 no. Everything you have, everything you are, everything you own, everything you, your whole existence, the fact that you're in this fucking bouldering gym and not slaving in a factory is down to fucking capitalism. And this lack of self-awareness is like, the, it's, it's the same thing. This is why you're part of the wave. This is why you're very, you know, you're doing well. You know, you can, you can go bouldering three times a week and you make more money than me. Um, and you don't have to work so much and you just work from home. Okay, so you're doing well. But you're still in that wave down in the bottom. And you're, you're the one driving the wave. But you're the one getting shat on by the scum at the top. Because the shit always flows down. And... That is basically what I'm trying to say here. We are creating a, a world. Um, we are creating a a society where we're saying, hey, okay, no more cars in Berlin. And if you're in Berlin, you're just fucked. And if you're poor, you're just you're just fucked. Um, and if you can't, you know, you're not you're not you you don't make enough that you can afford a house. That is right next to your place of work, so you can walk over, um, or or your work in the home office because you're actually fucking working. I don't know, a real old-fashioned job where you actually have to use your muscles or whatever, or you actually have to go somewhere and and fucking talk to people, right? Um, you just have you'll have to use the overflowing fucking public transport. It'll be a hundred times as bad as it is now. You're basically in your 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 face and dog shit, and you you'll have to. Um, You'll, you'll be fucked, right? But you're part of the wave. You're driving this whole societal change. The rich people, they'll do fine, right? I mean, come on. I, I wasn't the one surprised that fucking Boris Johnson didn't uh, adhere to his own SARS-CoV-2 pandemic rules. Like, of course not. I'm the one saying these are the, this, these are the elites. These are the people. No matter what laws they pass, no matter how we can, inconvenient life becomes for us, because we have to save the planet, and you can't have a car, and you can't have this, and you can't have that, and you have to turn your 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 heating out now because you have to you have to freeze in the winter because you have to save Ukraine, and and you, well, you can't go out today because the, the climate, and you can't do this, and you can't do that, and you can't do this, and the other thing. Those thi those people won't won't adhere to those rules you, you think that the film stars and the rock stars and the instagrammers and the fucking politicians and the journalists you think they they they'll obey these rules no no, no the journalists they're gonna have to report uh, okay the journalists are probably fucked right they're, they're, they don't even have enough self-awareness seeing that they're actually not part of the elite they're not part of the scum they're also down in the wave and they're just they're just clueless they're just perpetuating this thing and they'll be fucked as well but like, like how, why don't, like, and some people see this coming, right? Some people, like, probably the the people everybody else thinks are dumb, and they're like the, the, the lowest rung in society, and they're the one, ones voting for the weird parties, the AFDs, and the, you know, the, the, the fucking parties, the fringe parties, you know that that get branded as like the weird people, the querdenker, the crazy guys, the white supremacists, the Nazis. I'm not saying like the actual neo-Nazis. I'm saying the you know people who just demonstrate in front of the Reichstag when the fucking stupid 
pandemic laws are passed and then they get branded as Nazis. Those people, the people who fucking live in the countryside, who who, who know they won't they won't be able to live if diesel gets more expensive, if they if they are not allowed to use the car, right? Who have to go a hundred kilometers to their fucking work every day, not because they want to, but because it's like their fucking job and it's the only one they got, right? And they're happy they have that job because they can just just barely keep things together and keep their wife and and feed their children and maybe you know buy an overpriced lego set once in a while or some video games or whatever they're doing um those people those are the ones who are realizing because they're in the shit they're realizing hey this is this is this is laughable there's like a politician from the green party who makes literally 15 times as much money as i do um who fucking uh has a driver, right? Who has a fucking drive? He gets driven from his fucking house to the fucking parliament building through Berlin. Gets fucking driven because of society, of of, of security reason, whatever. Gets gets his fucking ass carried in a you know back like in the Middle Ages, like in Game of Thrones, where they have these things where you know they carry you in these big things, you know, when fucking uh, um. Uh, Cersei is going going through through flea bottom in that thing. That's basically what they're doing, and those are the people saying, "Hey, we need. Oh, you need to fucking chill, right? You need to you need to lose less energy, and we're turning your power off, and we're turning your heating off, and we're taking your car away, and uh, you won't be able to do this on Tuesdays, and you just better fucking shut the fuck up, slave, as they say in No Agenda, and I always thought." That was a bit over the top, but I'm coming around to this because that's fucking what they are doing, right? And then you have those people, they see that and they're like, that's a fucking joke. Why is this guy who makes 15 times as much as me saying, I need to save money? I need to fucking uh, uh, give money. Like, why doesn't he get, why doesn't he give away half of his, if he gives half away of what he makes, he'll, he'll still have seven times more than I do. Was that correct math? Doesn't matter. He still has much more than me, right? Why is Bill Gates telling me anything? Why isn't Bill Gates giving away? And don't start that Bill Gates gave away. Bill Gates is a fucking billionaire, right? Doesn't matter. If you have 20 billion, you give 19 away, you're still a billionaire. And I want to see that those fucking guys fucking work, right? The All these guys who are going like, you know, I'm not starting with Greta Thunberg. It's not her fault. She, she doesn't, doesn't even. It's not even out of school. But like, these fucking guys who haven't worked an honest day in their lives, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on thin ice here because I've, I've held a lot of. Well, I, you know, I delivered pizzas for a while there. <laughs> uh, but you know, I know that I'm very privileged, and I'm not exactly working. I'm not exactly the laborer here, and I'm not working with my hands. I know that, but I'm not fucking on the high horse here. Right, and these fucking people—they haven't worked an honest day work work in their life. They're fucking teachers who never taught any students at school. They're fucking lawyers. Who the fuck needs lawyers? Who the who the fuck needs lawyers? Other lawyers need lawyers to make more money. It's like fucking bankers. These fucking assholes. They're just. They're fucking assholes. They're swimming in money. They have nice houses and they're telling me that I need to do X, Y, and Z to save the fucking planet. Why don't they fucking start? Right? 
why don't why don't they actually do something well shut the fuck up right and I'm, I'm not saying money solves all the issues i know this is um i'm just ranting here because basically um I'm trying to convey the emotion that comes with this societal picture, like the rage. I am enraged at the injustice that is going on. There is, There are people being fucked every day. And there are other people doing the fucking. This sounds like something Tuco would say. <laughs> From the good, there's there's two kind of people in the world: the people that are getting fucked and the people that are doing the fucking. Well, it's a bit. It's not exactly the line from the movie, but you know, close enough. Um, are people being fucked? And and some of them don't even know it, right? And then there's other people applauding the people doing the fucking. They're like, yeah, great, you're saving the plan. You're you're saving you're saving the plan. Oh yes, oh oh, you're nice. You bought a you bought one of those uh, cargo bicycles. Oh nice. So uh, instead of buying a third car, instead of buying a third SUV, you bought you bought a fucking cargo bicycle. And now I should applaud you, you fucking prick. I'm walking to the fucking supermarket to buy shit. You're using a fucking SUV. And and then you're telling me, oh, it's got a battery. It's like environmentally friendly. I'm doing something for the planet. Go fuck yourself. That's the problem. These That is exactly the problem. These, these people, they don't fucking care about the planet and they don't care about the bees. They don't care about the birds. I would even say that they probably don't even care about the future of their children. They're just trying to swim the wave. They're just trying to be the scum and, and not in the silt at the bottom. They're trying, trying to be on the top of the wave so that when that fucking wave crashes on shore and destroys our... And I'm, I'm being dramatic here, but I, I, I'm, I'm seeing this coming. And destroys our fucking way of life, destroys our democratic systems... That they're on top, that they're landing and they can step on land and they're not getting crushed in the bottom when the fucking tsunami hits the shore. Because that is what is, I, I think, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm not being dramatic. If things continue this way, this is what's going to happen because the, the solutions that are being proposed can't work. I mean, look at, I'm just, looking at Germany look just look at our economy now right if, if I listen to those 20 20 20 22 25 I mean I do sound like an old grumpy man I'm sorry but it's just the way it is I'm, I'm looking at those people and I'm, I'm, I'm listening to them and I'm listening to I want to work like three days a week basically from home and and make make like very a very comfortable wage um where is that fucking money gonna come from? Have you have you seen what a fucking piece of butter costs these days? Right? You go into town. I literally I wasn't in, in town on the weekend. There is people when you're in a cafe. There's people from the theater begging. They're coming. They're coming in and they're begging you to donate money because nobody is fucking going to any culture things anymore because people are, don't have any money. Right, and that's that's like 
that's what what I exp I'm, I'm being overly dramatic here, but I really do think this. This is this is this is where my alarm sirens are going off. This is like how the Roman Empire fell. <laughs> this is like when people when people don't don't have any money, they don't have any money, any time, anything. They don't want to go into to cult. They won't don't want to like have culture anymore. This is when fucking shit hits the fan, and sooner or later, some of these people who realize that something's going wrong, but I don't want to say they're very, they're not very intelligent because un unlike unlike the fucking stupid journalists and all the other people who think they're part of the elite who are helping ushering this time in, they actually they they're seeing what's happening, but because they're maybe not as, I don't know, intellectually, that their education wasn't as good, I guess. Um, they'll get misled, and this this happens. You know, this happens every, I don't know, happens all the time in society. I mean, this is how the, the Russian Revolution worked. This is how the Nazis came to power. Um, there'll be grievances, and these people will get exploited by these parties like the AfD, these idiots, these neo-Nazis, who do not have any solutions for this either, right? But they're going to enable people to challenge, to channel this rage they're feeling. And I kind of feel the rage... Is justified. It's not at like you know, un unlike you know when the Nazis came to power and there was like this, oh, the, the Jews are at fault and the foreigners are at fault. That is that that there was rage there, which was complete bullshit. But I th I feel like these days maybe some of the rage was also at like the people before that fucked the economy, like the politicians, right? Maybe some, some of the people back in the day were voting for the Nazis because the fucking Weimar Republic just made some fucking mistakes as well, right? And they they, they let the country be fucked. I kind of, I don't know, I kind of feel it. Like, that's the way I feel. It's, 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 it's very sad. Um, but, like, even if that doesn't happen, like, the... Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see where like we can keep the, 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 the what, like the, 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 the modern, like social state we're running. How we we will keep that afloat if just the 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 the, the economy is just gone, you know, based on I don't know the first the pandemic now, now some some with the war in Ukraine for some reason. Um, I don't know. Um, and I don't, you know, the things, I don't have a solution either. Like, um, I don't, as I said earlier, like the, you know, the solution of taking, <laughs> abolishing um, personal ownership of anything, just taking the, the rich people's money and, and solving the problems are obviously not going to work. Um, that, you know, we proved that, like the Russians proved that, uh, very very successfully um because in those systems there's also also corruption and you have the same kind of wave it's just like the, it's just another wave and there's there's come rising to the top and then the the, the the police bureau right and they're the elite and then they're very stratified and you can actually see who the elite is but um it's kind of the same social dynamic i think the only thing we can do is we can start to be fucking a bit more honest and um and just require honesty in our leaders, right? And this is why I always talk about journalism. And I was one of my, 
pet peeves or like my raison d'etre these days is like journalism critique and that's why a lot of this podcast focuses around that because I kind of feel like that's the job of the press right the job of the press is to keep these people honest when some fucking YouTuber Instagrammer celebrity I don't know goes on a fucking social media platform and tells us what we need to do to save the planet what a journalist shouldn't do is like, oh, this is great. Yeah, this is amazing. Applaud here. Applaud that guy and uh, look at him. And uh, here's the link to the video. No, what you should do is fuck, you should go like, okay, so CO2 is the problem. What car do you drive? Why is the guy who rides around in a Bentley telling us what we should do uh, to minimize see it or whatever it is right that's what the, what the press is supposed to do um you can and and i'm not saying like just demonize these people and and um, what aboutism right or context context alone doesn't help either right that doesn't help um but you you can be nuanced you can say yeah this is a really good message this is this is a message we support and it's very important but now it's your turn that was a good message but now you have to actually as we say in germany butter by the fisher uh, butter with the fish put put the butter with the fish i don't know why you do that i don't I use remoulade when i eat fish but on bread or whatever <laughs> i don't know but you know um put your money where your mouth is right um, it's good to have these messages, but what we also do need to do is we need to, um, the action needs to follow these words. Action speaks louder than words. It's nice when the politicians from the green parties tell us we all need to um, change the belt a bit tighter. We all need to um, sacrifice things, right, to fight global warming where are they starting right why why are they and I'm yeah okay some of them are writing that's true I mean some some of these people are actually riding by bicycle to parliament but where's the laws they are passing where they're going um, and like you could you could do that. We are in a situation, especially in Germany and Europe right now, where you could do that. You could go, hey, there's all these industries where we're importing all this shit from China. Why don't we just build it here? Then we're less dependent on China and less dependent on Russia. Why don't we, in a world where we have pandemics and we have Putin starting shit and we have the Chinese taking everything over, why is the fucking chancellor selling the parts of the Hamburg Harbor to the Chinese? Why aren't we just taking stuff back? Why don't we, like, I don't know, build our own chips, build our own phones, figure out how to do this more environmentally friendly. Why aren't we doing that? Why isn't, why isn't the press saying, do that shit? I can tell you because it's fucking hard. It's hard. It's hard for the press. You need to figure out how you know how to reasonably do this. Do some fucking research. It's hard for the politicians to make those laws. It's hard to do that. But that's what we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to take the hard choices. We can't go on just fucking with people and lying to them and going 
you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly around my plane, but you 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 can't you can't use a car anymore because save the planet or whatever the fuck. Like, no, we need to take the hard choice. We actually have to do shit. And this kind of crap is doable. And it's like it's like they were laughing about Trump when Trump was like, we should we should be less like okay, Trump was saying about America, but the US saying we should be less dependent on other and we should get stuff back home. Yeah, but why the world like why like why didn't because Trump was evil, orange man bad, uh uh but why didn't the um environmentalists say, Hey, why don't we that's a good idea. Let's force Apple you know, made in China, designed in California. No, fucking make that stuff in California. That, that'll create jobs. Yeah, make the iPhone like, more expensive. But like, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe we'd just take that out of their margin. I mean, they have like a 95% margin on iPhones, right? I, I don't know what it, well, maybe not. But like, what's the cost to build like one of these $1,200 iPhones? Like maybe $200. Or just take take the mar they're already a rich company. Take the fucking margin out and and build that stuff at home with envi environmentally friendly, recyclable, uh, not shipped around the whole planet, with local people paying them good wages. Why don't we fucking do that? I can tell you why. Because it's gonna cut into Tim Cook's fucking fifteen yachts, three houses. Oh. A hundred cars, whatever that guy is doing, right? It's going to cut into their fucking profits and they don't want that. The elites <laughs> are fucking, you know, they're protecting their profits, their way of life. And we're all going to be fucked. And it's one thing if that just worked and all right. You know, the planet's going to be fine, as Carlin says. I think even with global warming as it is, and if it gets worse, worse, like your children and probably their children will be fine. It'll be a bit warmer. All right. Um, but, you know, maybe the Netherlands is going to be underwater and they'll come over here and we'll, we'll you know, there's still some room in Germany. They can they can live here. Uh, um, you know, Zealand, I'm going to... That's beautiful, so that'll be a shame. But, you know, they can make the cheese over here and then ride around the bicycles over here. And you got more bicycle paths than whatever. But, like, on a grand scale of things, I think it's 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 generally gonna gonna be fine. Um, so that's not even the problem. But I, I really think our democracies won't won't tolerate like the oh there'll be another like revolution wars whatever like it's gonna be another hundred year cycle thing you know whatever happened you know in the in the nineteen tens and 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 twenties and thirties I think something else like that will will happen sooner or later because people will not stand for this injustice and it's going to be bad like i um a revolution is not a good way <laughs> like a, a revolution <laughs> this is also something uh, a history professor of mine said revolution is not a nice thing but it's kind of like society self correcting right it's kind of um balancing in, injustice and sometimes it's just a war sometimes it's not a revolution right but like um it's just rebooting right you know 
um, on, on, on some level, um, World War One and World War Two kind of rebooted Germany and got rid of the monarchy, you know, with some very terrible consequences, but, you know, basically destroyed the whole country and then we rebuild it. And that's where, you know, that's where the, 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 the social welfare state that I'm enjoying right now is, is based, right? It's also where a lot of the climate change problems are from because, you know, heavy industrialization, whatever, but we rebuilt the fucking whole country and created wealth because if you do a, a fucking fuck ton of work that great generation back then you know they they rebuilt the fucking country they did a shitload of work um they still knew how to do industrialization you know they just built new companies and and, and made cars and and all kinds of things and that created a huge amount of wealth which we put into a social welfare state but that's going to be gone at some point we're not doing that anymore we're not creating that wealth we're not building anything uh, a few electric cars maybe but you know um a nation made from you know made out of people who studied economics and are not gonna cut it and that would be a problem enough i i feel personally i, I think our our society would that would be a challenge enough to like navigate this transformation our our welfare states here in europe have to like go through um but like put to that all the injustices you know with the with the pandemic with with the climate change stuff we, we basically we're going to have to find a way to to balance some of this injustice to let some of the pressure in the pressure cooker out um without it exploding without it without we're getting to the revolution, getting to the war, because that's a very efficient way to to reset the system, as my professor would say. But it's also one you don't want, especially if you have to live through it. So let's not um, go there. Let's not do that, and let's not worry about the fucking planet. The fucking planet it's got is gonna be fine. Let's do what Carlin said in that video in the very beginning, and he was very um, prophetic there too. We need to first figure out how to deal with ourselves, right? We need to solve these injustices in our social justice is what we need. And I'm not talking about fucking pronouns, right? I'm talking about everybody being able to have a roof over the head and, and, and be treated well and have a job and have a way to make money. That's what we need. And we can't be taking that away based on, oh, we're going to destroy the planet without an, an alternative. We, 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 we showed the world in Germany how that works. If you go, um, we don't want to fucking be dependent on Russia anymore from tomorrow, and you don't have a backup plan in, in place. Things are going to go to shit. So we need to figure out the backup plan first. So if you want people, right, if you if you want people not to drive their car in Berlin, you need a solution first. You can't just pass a law and go, no cars. You need to figure out, like Germans complain how, 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 how full the public transport system in Berlin is right now. It's not full. I lived in London. And London is probably, 
you know, you get used to the tube. And the, the tube is, is, is 10 times as full as public transport in Germany regularly. And it's fine. And London is nothing compared to, you know, talk to people who lived in Tokyo or, I don't know, fucking Singapore or Hong Kong or whatever. That's full. And and we're going to eclipse that in Berlin if you if you can't use the car anymore. So we need a solution first. We need, we, we need to work on the solution. And then if we actually want to do that, if that's the step we want to do, we need to think about these things and be smart about them and, and, and sort the the thing out first and not do a pandemic thing where we're like oh my god panic a virus uh, let's all just not go out and 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 wear masks all day and and and, and let's not do anything um and then it'll solve itself no think about the solution first and i would personally say the planet's going to be fine don't worry about the bees worry about ourselves right worry about journalists writing bullshit that they think because in their, their Twitter bubble uh, everybody agrees on this which the larger population 95% of people living in the country it's just not their reality right people who I worked with who live in fucking Hanover and ride their bicycle to work and think everybody in Germany can do that because they lived in fucking Hanover their whole life and uh, it's a tiny town and there's like a Nice garden in the middle of a wood, wooded area. And you can ride your bicycle through the wooded area to work. And because you can do that in one city in Germany, it must be possible everywhere else. Except there's some actual cities in Germany <laughs> who are actual city-sized, who have actual traffic, who, who do not have woods in the middle of the city because they have a fucking city center there with things that are in the city center that Hanover doesn't have. Um... And right, this 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 fucking disconnect is is everywhere. It says journalists, politicians. We need to we need to solve that. And maybe Elon Musk is going to do it on Twitter. <laughs> Probably not. Well, that's it for me. I think that was enough of a rant on this topic. I I hope I made you think about this a little bit. Maybe you vehemently disagree. And um, if you do, um, I'm gonna tell you in a in a second what what you can do if if you if you vehemently disagree. You can go to privatecitizen.press and go to contact at the top or at at to any show notes. This is. Uh, uh, we are private system not press slash episode slash 130 130 and then you scroll down and you go to toss a country or podcaster no that's one too far you go to producer feedback sorry go to producer feedback and then you, you, you see stuff there how to contact me and then you tell me what you think do you agree do you disagree do you vehemently disagree do you think George Carlin was right and we should created George Carlin party and fucking or maybe it's called the common sense party I don't know or maybe you think he was wrong anyway let me know I'd love to uh, to hear from you the only reason to put any, any feedback in this show is just I couldn't get it I uh, couldn't get the uh, the logistics worked out ahead of time and I still want to put an episode out but I'm we're gonna do that next episode anyway I mentioned I mentioned the uh, section called also coin to to your podcaster so let's 
let's go there now. a life-life balance and you don't want fab to work at all and make a lot of money you can become a patreon a patron on patreon and send me money no um i'm, I'm working my ass off i mean okay i'm also playing video games i'm not complaining i'm, I'm privileged uh but if for some reason you like this shit uh if only because you you find it hilarious when a, a 40 year old man rants about young people in a bouldering gym well, if you really like that, you should you should say that in the feedback because that could be a spin-off show. Uh, rants from the bouldering gym, although I probably couldn't uh, record it there because uh, it's very loud in there. It's very loud, loud, shitty music playing. Man, I sound I do. I am an old man, am I not? Anyway, if you like this shit, you can support me. Uh, Patreon, uh, PayPal, everything. All the details are in the show notes. PrivateCitizen dot press. And with that, it's time for me to end the show and to thank everybody who who made this massive rant possible. Um, so thanks to everybody who's supporting this particular episode of the show. And uh, those people are Gal Terran, Rudain the Insane, Steve Hose, Butterbeans, Michael Small, 1I11G, Jonathan, Jonathan, sorry, I'm sorry, Jonathan M. Hetai, Michael Mullen Jensen, Jaroslav Lichtblau, Dave, Jackie Plage, Sandman616, IKN, Bennett Piata, Rizel, Vlad, Avis, Joe Poser, Dirk Didi, Fadi Mansur, Kai Sears, David Potter, Mika Cam, Mr. Amish, Indie Game X, Robert Forster, Captain Eckhead, RJ Tracy, Crunkle, Rick Bragg, Ricky M, Barry Williams, Jonathan, Astral C, Superuser D, Superuser D, D is a that's a, that's an entity all by themselves <laughs> and Florian Pigosh. And also thanks to my Twitch subscribers, even though I'm not streaming this on Twitch um, and there will be no YouTube uh, version of this show, it'll be a podcast um, simply uh, simply and exclusively. But uh, of course, I, I stream regularly on Twitch, including a podcast recording. So everybody who subscribes on Twitch is kind of helping out as well, paying the bills. So thanks to Mike the Dane, El Terrestris Jim, MTE Sorrow, P. Kemer, Bacon the Pork, in Indigo Charlie, Captain Nackets, Stupid End User. I can't. I do that wrong every time. Stupid End User, Centuria Purchase, and Redeemer F. And also thanks to Bitemark at bitemark.co.uk, who's providing the bandwidth and the server space for this podcast um, free of charge so I appreciate that thank you band Mark um, and yeah with that I'm out this uh, the lovely theme song you hear at the beginning of the show is called Acoustic Roots by Raul Cabezali and I'm gonna play us out with after all of this I think we need some good old fresh fashioned instrumental rock and roll um, this is the ballroom twist by Chris Schatz. See you soon. Always ask the next question. Mm-hmm.